Hey there, I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Bill Smith, and it's time for the news from treknews.net. Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. For all the news on all the Star Trek's, yo. It's treknews.net. Oh my, online at treknews.net. Uh, that from the king of podcast pop himself, Dan Davidson. We, we got a comment last week on the show that uh, it sounded like your news theme was professionally uh, mixed down. The beatboxing that I did? Yeah, yeah. That wow. Uh, sounded okay. professional. I think it was Horizon Brave that gave us that comment on YouTube. That's very so, um, amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed too because uh, you can... Barely know how to use that microphone. So. I, I don't, what is this thing? Yeah. So welcome to the news from TrekNews.net, the oldest brand new Star Trek news podcast from Trek Geeks. We've got a few stories and a special report from senior field correspondent Chris Trebuzio. So let's dive right in, Dan. First up, it looks like Destination Star Trek in London has some new dates. I'm happy about this. I, I figured say. you would be. Yes. Uh, it was posted this morning on StarTrek.com that they've decided to push the convention to 2021. And the post reads, quote, dear Star Trek fans, we hope you're all well and have been staying safe under these last few difficult months. We really have missed you. Due to the ongoing situation with COVID-19, it's with great sadness we must we must postpone this November's Destination Star Trek event in London. We hope we understand that our most important consideration is your health and safety, and at the moment, there's just no way to bring you the event that you deserve and ensure you are safe at it. So we've decided to move Destination Star Trek to a time when we can hopefully all be together in a risk-free environment and enjoy the event. The good news is that we have a new date of the 12th to 14th of November in 2021, where all the COVID-19 issues should be behind us and we can bring you the best Star Trek event ever, end quote. As I started reading that, I figured I probably should have done it in an English accent, but I forgot to, <laughs> and I'm sorry. So they also go on to mention that next year will still be centered around the Voyager anniversary, which is very cool, and they promise that it'll be worth the wait, buddy. I, I can believe it will be, and I have a feeling that 2021 is going to be the biggest Star Trek party on two different continents, mm. because we as Star Trek fans will make it so. Um, and this is great news for you, because it means you just get to delay your trip a year. Absolutely, and we're already talking about going to London next year to visit my nephew, so maybe it'll center around the same time frame, so I'm all up for it. Uh, and and if not, then maybe uh, Trek Geeks Internationale will happen. Ooh, I like that. Okay. There could be a year to prepare. Internationale. I like that. I thought you would like that. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan, next up, it looks like there's a new slate of Star Trek novels and authors coming in 2021. Reading stuff is always a good thing. Once you learn how to read, buddy, I'm sure you're going to agree with me. <laughs> there's hope uh, for me yet. <laughs> it's great news. Uh, and novels that will focus on some of the amazing women of Star Trek too, According to Sci-Fi Fangirls, there will be new novels in 2021 from gallery books featuring characters such as Jadzia Dax, Kira Norris, Deanna Troy, and Beverly Crusher. Alex R. White will write the DS9-centered novel Revenant, and Cassandra Rose Clark will pen Shadows Have Offended, which takes place during TNG Season 7. Gallery, of course, is an, is an imprint of Simon & Schuster, which is owned by Viacom CBS. 
While cover art hasn't been released yet, you can pre-order Shadows Have Offended on sites like Amazon, which I'm going to do as soon as we're done recording, I guess. Absolutely. And I think it's exciting that there are brand new authors coming into the Star Trek fold. I mean, it's always great to have novels from people like Dayton Ward and David Mack and, and a lot of the others who have been writing for Star Trek for years. But this excites me that we're going to explore some other characters yeah. that, that absolutely deserve the examination. I really don't think I I don't recall off the top of my head right now ever having novels that I've read that specifically focus on really any of those characters. I know that Imzadi, which is one of my all time favorite novels ever by Peter David, is centered on the relationship between Riker and Deanna, but it's not a Deanna centric novel. So I'm looking forward to something like that. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be awesome. So um, I'm looking forward to that myself. Uh, Base is awesome. That- Thank you. You can bet that I'm going to pre-order that myself as well. Up next, Dan, it looks like the slate of Star Trek panels for New York Comic Con's virtual event has been set for next week. Yeah, that's coming right up. Uh, It's going to be a great set of panels too, man. Uh, New York Comic Con was, of course, canceled this year and organizer Reed Pop moved it to an all-virtual event. The Star Trek Universe panels will include a back-to-back block of programming to kick off opening day of New York Comic Con's Metaverse on Thursday, October 8th at 12 noon Eastern Time, featuring cast and producers from Star Trek Lower Decks, Star Trek Discovery, and surprise guests. In the Lower Decks panel, creator Mike McMahon, along with voice cast members Tawny Newsom, Jack Quaid, Noelle Wells, Eugene Cordero, Don Lewis, Jerry O'Connell, uh, Fred Tadasiori, oh, is that how you pronounce his name? I have I no know. idea. Shacks. <laughs> <laughs> and Jillian Vigman will sit down to discuss the season one finale uh, with the Ready Room host, Will Wheaton. Um, and in the Discovery panel, of course, are the wonderful new mom, Sonequa Martin-Green, Doug Jones, Anthony Rapp, Mary Wiseman, and Wilson Cruz, along with series newcomers David Ajala. Blue Del Barrio and Ian Alexander will join series co-showrunners and executive producers Alex Kurtzman and Michelle Paradise to discuss what's next for the crew of the USS Discovery. The panel is going to be moderated by Sarah Rodman of Entertainment Weekly. Now, here's the cool thing. All panels are free to the public and will stream on the NYCC YouTube channel at youtube.com slash NYCC. I think this is awesome. I just wish that it wasn't always in the middle of a work day. I know. Uh, I mean, because (laughs) there are a bunch of us who actually are still working, um, even though remotely or or a lot of people still having to report to businesses and offices. I missed Um, every second of Star Trek Day a couple weeks ago. Didn't get to do any of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear you. Um, But, I mean, uh, we'll – Try to find out what we can from it as best we can mm-hmm. and report on it on the news from hey. treknews.net. I've heard of that show. I've heard it's pretty awesome. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Dan, this past weekend, a brand new slot machine hit the floor at the M Resort in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And one of our producers was among the first VIPs to play it. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Star Trek, the next generation penny slot machine from Aristocrat Technologies made its world premiere. And I'm thinking in 2021, a lot of Trekkies will be playing this when they make their annual trips to Vegas. But for now, Bill, let's go to senior field correspondent Chris Trebuzio, who files this report. Chris. Why, thank you, Bill and Dan. Hello, listeners. 
It is one of the many producers of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, Chris Trips Tribusio, with breaking news, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Red alert, set your feelings for fun. What are the odds? The title of this segment, while a widely used phrase in Star Trek, also holds true for a slot machine, which happened to pop up at a local casino here in Las Vegas. In the news article from local TV station KTNV on September 23, 2020, the M Resort Spa Casino, located about 20 minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has premiered four large-top Star Trek The Next Generation slot machines, along with a limited-time photo op, Enterprise D Bridge, available until October 4, 2020. Every day is a great day to be a Star Trek fan, and at the time of this recording, this was one of those days. Yours truly was on hand at the M Resort Spa Casino to partake in the premiere event of Star Trek The Next Generation Slot Machines made by Aristocrat Technologies Incorporated. Seeing the Enterprise D Bridge brought back joyous yet somber feelings of when I visited Star Trek The Experience many moons ago, or when it was at STLV. The chance to sit in the center seat, dare I say, glorious? The attention to detail was well done. An actual set piece from CBS, you ask? Indeed it was. The set's on loan until October 4th. While at the premiere there were cocktails featured, like the Borg Apple Martini, Romulan Ale Fizz with Blue Caracal, and the Warp 9 Whiskey. All who attended were given a VIP pass and a ticket for 20 free spins. The best part was you keep what you earn at the end. As for gameplay, it's a penny machine. I know what you're saying. Pennies to play machines? That's nothing, that's peanuts. However, with greater risk comes greater reward, meaning the more you bet, the more you win. Come on, you didn't really think it would be as easy as Kirk's successful attempt at beating the Kobayashi Maru, did you? The machine is a five-digital real machine which features different payouts for the different outcomes that appear. The game also features bonus games, which you'll get the chance to play should Lady Luck be on your side. One bonus game was the Enterprise D versus the Romulan, Ferengi, or Borg. Your choice. The graphics were phenomenal and even had sound clips from TNG itself. The machine is exclusive only to M Resort Spa Casino, and like all machines, the shelf life is unknown as it's based on revenue and playability throughout its residence. Back to you, Bill and Dan. And hey, special thanks to Chris for that report from the M Resort in Las Vegas. I can't wait to lose a whole lot of Quatlus to the house on that machine. I just want to like touch the screen and have ships show up on that monitor and oh my God, make it so. Ah. <laughs> the best part is, is while you're losing those Quatlus, they're going to keep bringing you free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll lose more Quatlus. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> no, I mean, we had a gameplay video up uh, because Chris was allowed by the M Resort to take video and by Aristocrat Technologies. And so that went up on our social media over the weekend. So if you want to find it, go to our Facebook page or YouTube. Sorry, not our YouTube, or Twitter. My bad. Hmm. Um, so you can see uh, a quick little snippet of what the gameplay is like. It's pretty awesome. It is. It's, it's very much like the the TOS slot machine that, that occurred several years back. So I'm looking forward to playing it. I hope that it's a huge success. And uh, I think at least until next week, you can sit in the bridge chairs. So Maybe Dayton Ward will figure out a way to have one of those at his house, too, along with the simulator game. You just shut your face. <laughs> And that does it for this week's installment of the news from TrekNews.net. Have a great week, everyone, and live long. 
and prosper. Coconut. Ah, break it down now. Break it. It's on. <laughs> there you go. Coconut.